You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. On Wednesday at around about two o'clock, the Finance Minister of the Republic of South Africa, Tito Mbuweni, will deliver the budget for 2020. And we've got a little bit of an idea about it, of course, because of the midterm budget policy statement a few months ago. And we got a hint of it in the State of the Nation address by Cyril Ramaphosa, the president. But on the other hand, there has to be things that we don't know about. And maybe things are being changed at this moment, given what's happening overseas. With me now to preview Budget 2020 is Nazmira Muller, Head of SA Investments and Investec Asset Management, Becoming 91 in Cape Town. Nazmira, every single year I talk about the budget and I start it like this. Well, South Africa is getting less in and it needs to put more out. And I'm talking about spending and income now. And it doesn't seem any different this year. Lindsay, I think it's particularly difficult this year is that situation has gradually been deteriorating on both of those measures in that income has perpetually been disappointing over the course of the last decade. And we have a situation where... um, expenditure requirements have risen. And now we see the ESKIM requirements particularly um, exacerbating the crunch. Difficult decisions need to be made. That's where we are this year. Yes, indeed. And of course, what we've often said in previous interviews, whether it be about the budget or anything else, is the last thing we want in South Africa is for there to be a cessation of the global growth story, which has been in place since 11 years now. Next month, it'll be an 11-year equity bull market and an expansion of the global economy. Suddenly today and over the last couple of days, there is the chance that this may be coming to a temporary halt. I think there have been a lot of concerns that the coronavirus is going to have a much bigger impact on growth than markets have been pricing in over the course of the last couple of weeks. And that, as you say, has, has, come, to the, has come to the fore. It really has. What do we know about what might happen on Wednesday when Tito stands up at the lectern? Because, as I said in my introduction, there were hints at what we might expect. I think the question is going to be from the medium-term budget policy statement where we saw this big deterioration in revenues, increase in allocations to ESKIM, what progress have they made? They said at the time that they need to take 150 billion rands out of expenditure over the following three years. So this is starting 1st April 2020 going forward. And we need to see whether that has been done and whether it has been done in a manner that is plausible and believable. That is the key to budget sustainability in South Africa. Okay. And I think the plausibility will come on the spending side. I mean, that's where I think he can do the most good in in the eyes of, for example, Moody's. Would you agree? Definitely. The ability to raise significant revenues from increased tax increases is virtually gone. We've been raising taxes for the last seven or eight years, and South Africa's run out of room um, to increase um, tax revenues by very much at this point in time. So it's all about can we contain expenditure? And on the expenditure side, it's about cutting current expenditure because we've been cutting capital expenditure over the course of the last couple of years. It's now about controlling the wage bill. Is it the case that the wage bill will inevitably go up because of inflation or actually can we be a little bit more um, ruthless, if ruthless is the right word, by actually bringing it down? We don't need to bring it down in absolute nominal terms. What we need to do is slow the growth in the wage bill over the next couple of years. That is the situation we're in. Bringing it down from current levels would be miraculous, I think would be impossible, um, given the social pressures at this point and the inflation dynamics. But it's actually not necessary 
it's, it's more an issue of just slowing the growth. If we could bring the growth in the wage bill over the next three years to inflation, that would already be a massive win. Okay, so we're talking sort of four, four and a half percent wage growth as opposed to what, just to remind us, what has it been over the last few years and uh, certainly in the previous administration? Well, if we look at what we the wages grow at this year, it's over 7%. The peak of wage growth was over 15% in 2009 when Richard Beloy, then Minister of Public Administration, negotiated the most ludicrous wage increase which destabilised the public sector wage bill for the next decade. Good. Okay. Well, I think Tito Mbwene is going to do that. He'll, he'll be unpopular, especially given his original position when he first came into government, but that's fine. It's a job he has to do. It's a dirty job and someone has to do it, finally. Is there anything else that can be done? I don't think it's as easy as saying Tito Mbwene will do it because he believes in it. There are a lot of social stakeholders that need to be brought in to agree to this. Um, and I think the complexity is that there's a three-year wage agreement in place where the final year only starts 1st April 2020. Mm. So for Tito Mbwene to be promising to only do this from next year for the next wage fall, so 1st April 2021 going forward, is not enough at this point in time. Neither the bond markets nor Moody's are going to believe promises made about next year. We need to see some progress this year. Therefore, we need to see unions willing to make concessions to an agreement that's already in place. And that's not an easy thing to do. On the revenue side, of course, VAT is being mooted as a potential target. So do you think that there's any chance that that might happen? I mean, it's an easy one, isn't it? I mean, J Japan did it. They went from 8 to 10% in their consumption tax. Can South Africa do it as well? There's a lot of speculation on that. Um, I think that the advantage of that over the wage bill is in this year, the government can do that unilaterally. They do not need anyone to agree to a VAT hike. There may be a lot of protests, but they can do that themselves. Whereas, as I've already discussed, controlling the wage bill this year requires concessions from others. So I think that's why VAT has come up as a real possibility. Personally, I think that increasing taxes this year is much more detrimental to the economy than reigning in wage growth. Neither of them are positive for growth in the short term, but a better public sector wage bill is better for long-term growth, whereas higher taxes um, will have a significant negative impact on growth, which we've seen in past years. And I think the um, benefits thereafter will be more limited than lower spending in the short term. Is there any chance that when he takes his hat off, a few rabbits are going to jump out of it? Is there anything up his sleeve? I mean, I don't know how many more corny analogies and metaphors I can use, but do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't think the rabbits are for Tito to reveal. I think there are plenty of rabbits other ministers in government can reveal. Um, much more sensible energy policy from the Minister of Minerals, Gwedi Mantash, which he was talking about in Parliament last week. But we now need to see some actual tangible proof and progress. That would do wonders for confidence, for growth, and ultimately for revenues for the government in South Africa. But Minister Mbaweni's ability to suddenly produce some all-singing, all-dancing solution, I think, is quite limited by himself.
So we've got rabbits coming out of hats, uh, people uh, all singing and dancing, and also the things coming out of his sleeve. But seriously, when... I thought the rabbits were singing and dancing. Oh, they are as well. Yeah, well. I've never seen a singing or dancing rabbit, but maybe now is the time to reveal themselves. Nazmira, in one uh, month, one calendar month and one day after the budget is delivered, Moody's will make its pronouncement regarding our rating. Are they watching the budget or have they already, already made their decision, do you think? I think they're definitely watching the budget. If all we do is mark to mark with the MTBPS, then I think they will downgrade in March. If there is significant progress on the wage bill, I think that will be really important. If we can also deliver the electricity reforms that Minister Mantash was talking about late last week in Parliament, then I think Moody's stay on hold in March and give us until November to see whether we implement these things that we're talking about. Nesmira, it's going to be a very, very busy week for you and your colleagues at Investec Asset Management becoming 91. Nesmira Muller is Head of SA Investments at that institution in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.